0: Big Fella Podcast talking everything NFL
1: Hi, I'm Baldy and I've been following football for over 40 years. And I'm the big fella and I'm a newbie to the sport. Each week we'll be talking football, as you'd expect. I know quite a lot and I know all. So subscribe, rate and review to help spread the love. Thanks for finding Baldy and the Big Fella. So
0: here we are then, uh, and it is an absolute pleasure to uh, say that we're in the same room today, Baldy. I'm in the Batcave. <laughs> we're in the Batcave, yeah, together. Uh, so, what a week. Oh, should I say, what a weekend, but it's technically a week since last time we spoke. It was fantastic. I mean, another great week. Uh, what, what, what more can you ask? The thing is, now we've got that. It, it's, it's another live game done and dusted, and now we've got to go back to how it used to be before we got the live games on a Sunday, and uh, yeah...
1: Never mind, we'll get through it, won't we? Can we call the absence of NFL games cold turkey? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it feels I like it.
0: it. It felt like cold turkey on blooming Sunday, that's for sure. <laughs> right then, let's uh, let's tell you what we've got on the show this week. One, two,
2: three, four! This week on Baldy and the Big Fella. The fans are here for every team and the sport. The, the sport. Not just the team, but everybody has
3: their own team and that's great. I do you know I've um The only time that I've been to Tottenham is to see a Tyson Fury fight, so I've not actually had the kind of a a game atmosphere, really. So we're one of the few NFL teams with a marching
4: band, and we've had a marching band dating back to when the Colts were in Baltimore, and so our marching Ravens do perform pregame and at halftime, and all over, really, the state of Maryland, Um, and of course, we brought them to London.
3: Hi, I'm Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to
4: The Big Fellow.
3: Hi, we're... The
0: roar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, Baldy, and the big fella. So as always, a jam-packed one then, Baldy. Fantastic, but
1: I'm still not happy. Why? What's the matter with you now? You you haven't amended the Maurice Jones-Drew. He was there this week, and you still got him saying, "Big fella, where was Baldy? I'm his biggest fan. Was he on then? He he was being by the side of the pitch with that." That that ball player.
0: Right, I'll have to, um, I'll have, to have a look at that. I, I didn't even notice, if I'm honest. I didn't even notice.
1: You've got to put it right. <laughs> Come on, you <hang laughs> on.
0: Uh, so this week on Bally and the Big Fella, we will be uh, talking to some fans from both sets. So we have got um, some Ravens fans, and we've also got a Titans fans. Uh, some neutrals in there as well, which is nice. Yeah, it's always nice to hear a neutral opinion. Of course it is. And um, we've got a great... There was a band there, wasn't there? The Ravens band. Uh, and you you heard there Josh uh, who is in charge of him and he was just so enthusiastic uh, and he and he was so happy to speak to us when i went over to kind of speak to security and security and um so i can have a chat and he was just more uh, more than happy to kind of have a conversation with me which was brilliant um and then we've got
1: um our bits as well that we've put in so it's it's all good it's a, a busy old week this week but you know what big fella is nothing better than that american jazz band the no. sound i mean how good was that what I thought was brilliant was the, the just, it seemed,
0: it was cold, but you didn't, I didn't feel the cold until I got in the stadium because everything was just really good and happening. The band being on, the guy playing um, the, the, the tunes on the double-decker bus. Yeah. It was brilliant. And then the cheerleaders doing, I mean, they weren't just dancing up and down with the pom-poms, whether they were doing backflips and everything. And um, for pre-match entertainment, that was the best of yeah. the three. <laughs> if you did go uh, to the game, this weekend, you know, we'd love your feedback. Uh, we really would on the game, what you thought of it. It is uh, Baldy and TBF on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, please get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. from next week. we are well, we're hoping to have some some fans on because we're going to be needing them. Um, uh, that's for sure, but please get in touch and tell us your experiences from the day, I think. You were going to take a swig of coffee then, weren't you? <laughs> He's not ready the lad. Um so what should we do then? Do we do we go straight into the predictions or shall we shall we play the re- the, the interview we had with a with three really really nice people. They were weren't there? Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, everyone we've met has been nice, yeah, but, the, yeah. but these guys were just lovely. And one of the fans had a Chargers top on, if I remember rightly. And the question to him was, how the heck did you
2: get here? My wife's a Ravens fan. So <laughs> right. We, we travelled here in 2018 when uh, the Chargers played the Titans in Wembley, and uh, she's here now. So here we go to support. And now, sorry, I was earwigging on the bus there. You did say that you travel
1: well as well, so you're expecting a good crowd today?
5: Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah? Yep, the Ravens travel very well.
1: You've got a big act to follow after Buffalo last week. Buffalo Hi. were amazing.
4: Yeah? All yeah. right, well, well,
3: we'll perform, especially with uh, Tucker. We
4: got this.
1: <laughs> and your accent obviously isn't
0: American, so where have you traveled from?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm Dave. I've come up from Bournemouth. So, came up yesterday, um, did a bit of. Um, eventing with uh, the Counting House last night with everyone and then also hooked up with the UK Ravens um, at Belushi. So we've had, uh, I think uh, some of the guys came on Thursday for a couple of events. I came uh, yesterday morning for, uh, for a bit and, uh, yeah, looking forward to the game today.
0: Brilliant. OK, so we've got some questions. We're going to ask each and every
3: one of you the questions. So the first question... Well, To our Bournemouth colleague here, why are you a Ravens fan? That's a very good question. So I, I kind of... I. I, long story short, I guess I picked them for a number of reasons. One, one I didn't want to choose like the Pats or the Steelers or you know. A, so I wanted team under the Ray- radar. So, yeah, about 15, 16 years ago, had a look at some teams. I, I saw uh, Ray Lewis was doing pretty well. You know, when I was getting new into the sport, and I thought there's a jersey I could buy. You know, i quite like uh, a, a team under the radar And then that was it. And that was as simple as it was. And I've uh, kind of loved and hated it ever since. I think. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I've got to say the color purple looks absolutely stunning. So 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 the second second question is how many how many NFL live games have you attended
2: uh, approximately? Uh, it's around a dozen or so at least. Yeah. How about you?
5: Uh probably same. Uh, I, I live in Maryland and so I go to a lot of Ravens games.
1: Brilliant. And how how do you find the difference between a, a, a game in the
2: states and a game in London? The fans. The fans are here for every team and the sport the the sport. Not yeah. just the team, but everybody has their own team, and that's great. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah,
5: it kind of feels kind of like a Super Bowl because there's so many jerseys, not just yeah. the two teams that are playing.
1: And, and what what's the best NFL stadium you've been to? And you've the, This guy with the Chargers shirt has got my choice. So. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely SoFi. Yeah, I agree. SoFi
5: is really nice, yeah. definitely.
3: Have you been across the States, Lenny? No, not yet. So that's that's one thing I'm trying to do next year. So uh, I, I'm looking at kind of Raven schedules as soon as that comes out, see what holiday I can get. If I can get a couple of home games back-to-back, then that's the plan. So uh, next year I'll, I'll certainly get out there. Hey, but, uh, come out to SoFi this year. Y'all yeah, yeah. are playing there. It's yeah, beautiful. There, it's it's an experience. It's not yeah. just a stadium. Yeah, it's
2: good. so much to it.
1: Yeah. So I guess the question for you is, do you prefer Tottenham or Wembley?
3: I, do you know, I've... Um, the only time that I've been to Tottenham is to see a Tyson Fury fight, so I've not actually had the kind of a, a, a game atmosphere, really. Where, I mean, I'm not going to talk about what happened in 2017. You know, I've kind of almost erased that game from my memory. But, uh, you know, I did enjoy the stadium at, um, at Wembley, and, and I've got some good seats today, so uh, maybe I'll let you know later. Brilliant. And I think our final question
1: What's your favorite NFL shirt, color, and name? So, if you, had to, if you had to pick your favorite shirt to wear, I mean, it could be the one you've got today. What's your favorite?
6: Uh, mine is definitely
5: Justin Tucker. He's my favorite. Yeah. Hands down. That's cool.
3: Yeah, I think I. I know what you say about the purple I, I quite like that you can you can tell the purple from a, a long way away I'd say that I like quite a lot of jerseys the ones that I just don't like are the, you know the Colts or the Cowboys like you know well, have some originality you know come on guys so. and all charges uh, the Los Angeles Chargers has
2: hands down the best uniform in the NFL I would be wearing Justin Herbert but this is mine my wife and I got married in 2020, oh, so we had our own jerseys made with 20 and 20. So when we're walking around, it says 2020, but obviously, I she got DuVernay to on yeah, today.
1: Duvernay. <laughs> okay. And what's your prediction of
2: the score today, then?
4: Oh, hmm.
5: Let's say 27-14,
4: Ravens win.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say 24-14, Ravens win. <laughs> okay.
3: I'd I'd love to see the Ravens get 28 points, but I think it's it's going to be a lower score. But Ravens to win it, maybe 14-10.
0: Do you know what? I love that conversation with Dave, uh, Jeff, and Mary Kate. They were just so, uh, so welcoming. Uh, they really wanted to have a chat, and it was just so nice. And you could tell uh, that they were really taking in the experience, which is just, just brilliant, really. And you, Baldy, good grief! While I was off getting a program for both of us, uh, you were chatting to them, and I, you've exchanged details or anything. Yes, another one. I know what you're doing. You are trying to get contacts with every single NFL fan, so you can. Go over there and just have an absolute
1: easy ride. I know what you're doing. You know what, I was having such a lovely chat with Jeff and Mary Kate, I didn't even know you'd bought me a programme until (laughs) about an hour later. You were walking way ahead.
0: Uh, You just, I think, I think you were just trying to get around every team in the NFL, like I've just said. Um, So if if there is any Kansas City Chiefs fans out there, I know you would absolutely... Well, you'd walk over Hot coals to go and see them play, wouldn't you?
1: I'm assuming that
0: was a joke, big fella. Come on, (laughs) come on. Yeah, it was, it was. Right, so we've heard from three Ravens fans. Uh, We've got to balance it up then. So we've got, um, we have got a neutral fan uh, that we bumped into called Andy, uh, but we need to catch up with a Titans fan who was a right character, wasn't he? Yeah, and, I mean, look look, look, what he looked like. I mean, he looked impeccable in his uh, Titan suit. Yeah, and I want to talk to you about... I want to pick up on the back of this, actually, this interview with David, uh, because of the his most memorable game. So let's hear from David anyway. And the first question I put to David was, uh, when did you get here then? Uh, Friday morning. Right, OK, good trip. Yes. Uh, actually, overnight, kind of
5: rough, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> and uh, when you go back? Uh, tomorrow at 5 a.m. Oh, wow. Brutal. I don't think I'm going to go to sleep tonight. I might stay awake, watch the rest of the games, piss the night away. <laughs> Fair I enough. I think that's the plan. So, okay, I
0: think I know the answer to the first question. Your favorite NFL team and why?
5: Uh, tighten up, baby. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I was a fan since 99. We made it to the Super Bowl and then fell one yard short, sadly. The rest is history.
0: Okay. Uh, how many NFL games have you been to live?
5: Oh, my goodness. Hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah, Brilliant. I go to all the away games and yeah. all the home
0: games. Right, okay. I'm a mad lad. <laughs> so the next question then follows on from that. What's the best stadium you've been to? SoFi. Yeah.
5: SoFi is the best stadium. New Orleans
0: is the best city okay and your favorite shirt and color with the name on it your favorite shirt that you have with name on it and everything oh my uh i go delaney walker
5: my, the old the og tennessee titan delaney walker Hey, he used to be a 49er too and then we snagged him from you and, and we haven't been the same any, ever since so and the best live game you've ever been to oh music city miracle we beat the, uh, I'm sure you know about that one, in 99 to reach the uh, Super Bowl. We had to host the Bills in the wild card game. And uh, we got away with the, what may or may not have been a forward lateral. And oh, it won, yeah. at the very end, at a special teams play, at the very end, as time was expiring, basically, and it won us the game. So, yeah, most exciting moment. Half the stadium had already left. And uh, I didn't. I stayed for that one. So. <laughs> and what's your prediction for today? low scoring I bet the under I think it'll be like a, a football match like a 12-9 or something I Ugly. <laughs> I want points I'll pay for points which is why I laid my money on the under I'll, I'll happily pay to see some points today I'll probably also lay a whopper on the Ravens just so like if they win I can leave out of here still a winner
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> tell, tell me what's, what, what if, if, if no one's been to see a Tennessee Titans game what could we expect if we went there oh Nashville's a great city
5: honestly there's a lot of good restaurants, a lot of good bars. Um, you'd have no problem having a good time. The stadium's walking distance from all the good stuff. It's 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 built for it, honestly. Yeah, is it normally hot this time of year there? Uh, yeah, it's pretty hot. Uh, yeah, hotter than this. Yeah, but yeah, you know. chilly. Yeah, this is chilly. <laughs> I'm la- I'm layered up though. I, I I saw the weather report. I, I wasn't gonna be cold. But, but I'm sitting in the club level. We'll see what that entails. You
0: yeah, day. Day. We, we absolutely love your jacket. So if you don't mind, with your permission, we'd like to take a picture. You may and the big fella talking everything NFL so he was an absolute character uh, was david there uh, so he was he, he alluded to this this game the the um
1: Music City Miracle. That's what I never said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Uh, tell me all about it. Well, you know, I'd, I'd forgotten all about it, and I remember watching it on a cold January night, and it's just after the just after Y two K, the year two thousand. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it was it was done and dusted. Buffalo had just gone ahead, won the game. We we're going to go in the next round of the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I rewatched it on YouTube the other night, and and there's a really really cool special teams play. The guy catches the kickoff throws it right across the pitch to the other side, a lateral, and then the guy who can't caught it just runs all the way up the other end and scores a touchdown... (laughs) And that's it. Tennessee got through. 22-16. I mean, what an amazing piece of football. And I'm so glad he reminded me uh, about it because it's it was a historical play.
0: It means that you've then gone and watched it and then thought, you know what, it was really that good. It's something that you, you, you maybe wasn't in your in your forefront of your mind and now you've just picked up on it and thought, you know what, that was great.
1: Yeah. I, I, if you'd have asked me before the game, what what can you remember the most about the Tennessee Titans? I can remember them playing a Jacksonville Jaguars game on a Thursday night that you and I were there. Yeah. But... That was probably one of their most historic players. Brilliant. Uh, so, still to come, we we're going to hear
0: from uh, Joss Lukin uh, from the Ravens. He was over with the with the band, and they were superb. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to be uh, talking about our predictions, uh, our halftime thoughts, and of course, uh, the end of day or the end of game roundup. And uh, also, you were a, you were a lucky son so uh, just before the game, and we're going to go into that as well. Uh, but we've spoke to Ravens fans. We've spoken to uh, David, the Titan fan. So let's let's speak to a neutral uh, of course and uh, this guy is an English supporter who's been following the NFL for a long long time and he was called Andy. These are the top five questions that we're asking all fans today so the first one is uh, what's
6: your favourite NFL team and why? Uh, Mine's the Las Vegas Raiders now I I first saw them in 1977 on um, World of Sport when they showed a half hour segment of the Super Bowl and that's when I got into it then so that's mine yep the uh, Raiders and 77. OK, so how many live NFL games have you been to? And that could be in any country. Oh, you're talking must be in about the 40s now. I've, I've missed only one, definitely, of the, the London games. And I've been over to America about six times and you've seen about two, three games over there. So probably in about the 40s now. OK, and what's, and what's the best stadium you've been to? I'd love to see the Raiders because it's the first time I've been to the, the home stadium. Unfortunately, I went to SoFi and without doubt it's the best stadium I've seen in the world. Brilliant. And uh, your favourite shirts, or your favourite, its colour, the name, the number, whatever you choose. Well, I've just got a new shirt recently, and I've only worn it a couple of times. It's me. I don't normally get um, current players. I prefer to get either ex-players or strange name players. But the one I've got at the moment is um, Max Crosby, number 98, I think it is. Um, and it's the salute service one, so it's the army colour one, the, gray, the green one. Brilliant. And finally, the best game you've seen live. It depends how you want to do this, because I'd say atmosphere would have to be the the game at uh, Tottenham last year, uh, last week. The Bills uh, Bills support was absolutely outstanding, really was. It's the best I've seen so far in London. Uh, But game-wise, I'd probably have to go to the Saints' charges, which is going back a few years. It was a very high scoring game. 2008, I've just been informed. uh, it was a very high scoring game the total point was something like just about 70 in total so
1: 38-34
6: <laughs> <laughs> someone keeps butting in, there you go 38-34 it was a really outstanding game so I'll probably have to go for that one
1: Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL
0: I've got to be honest with you Baldy the atmosphere on Sunday was just brilliant both teams had their own cheerleaders Uh, there was a DJ on a double decker bus uh, playing great songs really got the crowd pumping and there was the Ravens brass band there as well and I caught up uh, with Joss Lukin. he was the senior brand strategy and advertising manager for the Ravens and I asked him when he got across to London
4: we got here Wednesday uh, and we we've been here all week we've had events pretty much around the clock throughout the country uh, but especially in London. So when they're at home do
0: these guys obviously do, do the halftime show as well or do they just go out and do the pre-match kind of stuff?
4: So we're one of the few NFL teams with a marching band and we've had a marching band dating back to when the Colts were in Baltimore and so our marching Ravens do perform pre-game and at halftime um, and all over really the state of Maryland um, and of course we brought them to London. Is this the first time in London then? This is our second time in London we were here in 2017, uh, and we're excited to be back. Yeah. And what do you think of the actual uh, the Spurs stadium? Is this, when you were here before in the 17th, it would have been at Wembley, would it? We, we were at Wembley. Uh, we're here at uh, Tottenham today. Um, we haven't actually been inside yet, but we've been all over the city um, and we've had amazing groups of fans. Like every bar we've gone to, we did a bus tour, um, and it really is a lot of fans from around Europe, not even just from Maryland um, and the U.S., but a lot of European fans uh, have met us here in London.
0: So looking at, from the state point of view coming across here to the, the guys think you know what we're looking forward to this or is it like I can't believe we haven't come across there when it's just the season just started and you know are we going to get a bye that kind of thing
4: right yeah and I'm sure you think that like before you go but from everything I've heard since we got here you know they, they realize how big it is I think even Lamar Jackson said he was actually a little like humble and surprised that he had fans in London um, and so once they're here and they're taking part in a lot of the events around the community they had practice at the Tottenham facility um, I think then they really get Get into it um, and it really feels like a big game even though we're middle October
0: great uh, and lastly Do you want to give us a prediction for the score? Yeah,
4: we're going to win, of course. (laughs) Are you going to get nearly to a number? Uh, No, you know, our defense has been playing great, so I bet it's going to be a little bit low scoring, um, but we're hoping for a win before we fly home. What
0: a nice guy. Um, And absolutely, 100%, was happy to talk to us, which is brilliant. Uh, What are your thoughts on on the band then? I know we're going to come to our predictions, and we cover a lot in there, uh, but on reflection, which
1: is a lot of what today is all about, we're reflecting on the weekend. Uh, It was just great, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, I've, I've never seen a marching band for an NFL team It's a a college thing. You see them, all the the college, all the universities, they have huge marching bands. But to see that for an NFL team was special. Yeah, it really, really was. And they they
0: were all over the place. They were proper firing up the crowd, which is what they're there to do. But it was just, you could see... And and you know what even the non-Ravens fans were tapping and clapping
1: and enjoying it. Uh it was just a really good spectacle, but, wasn't it? You know their performance was like I'm going to do your I'm going to do your marching band song, but I'm going to do it in the style of a of a pop punk man. <laughs> so they were like doing the splits on the floor and they were like Going around, blowing the trumpets and getting in with a crowd. And it was just like, it was just really, really exciting.
0: Great. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, And we're going to say that a lot because we genuinely did. And if you were there uh, and you're listening to the podcast and you were there, let us know. Uh, It is uh, Baldy and and that's through Instagram, uh, X, which is formerly Twitter, and of course, Facebook. And don't think I've forgotten, by the way, I haven't forgotten, uh, last week I sent you some homework. You did. All right, now, uh, we're not we're not going to go into it just yet because we haven't even discussed um, the pre-match, uh, the halftime, and, of course, uh, the end of game, which is what we do after, or, well, before every game, basically, or during every game. So, we've had the predictions from the Ravens fans. We've had the predictions from the Titans fans. We've had the predictions from the neutral. So, it's now our turn, isn't it? So, let's go back. To Sunday, as we normally do, uh, me and Baldy uh, setting ourselves up and setting the game up, in fact setting the scene up uh, for what was about to be a great game. Baldy and the big fella, talking everything NFL. Here we are then, it's uh, Sunday morning, we're outside the Spurs stadium, a bit quieter than last week and a bit chillier than last week as well. Um, already had some conversations with some fans which is brilliant so uh, we'll get round to that very soon but uh, i'm with baldy and uh, what are your thoughts on the day so far then i know it's early we just had some breakfast
1: yes yeah, i'm looking forward to it again it's going to be a good game it's you're right it is a bit cold compared to last week It must be at least five six degrees uh, cooler but um yeah i think it's gonna be a really good game it's gonna be quite close quite competitive
0: What can you tell us? Um, Only
1: because I don't know (laughs) what to expect from these two because I'm the neutral today, aren't I, really? Well, you're going to see Lamar Jackson, which is always a treat. So he's a a real mobile quarterback. You're going to see him moving around a lot, dancing around, probably quite elusive. Um, I mean, he's been let down recently by his receivers. They've been dropping passes here, there, and everywhere. And I mean, Baltimore could very easily be five and zero, but for a few drops and a, and a bit of luck here and there. So um, you've got a three and two team in Baltimore against a two and three team against uh, which is Tennessee, and it's going to be a really interesting battle. I think.
0: Is that is that two and three for Tennessee justifiable, or have they been unlucky? Yeah.
1: yeah, I think Tennessee is probably that's about their record. That's right. I think if anything, Baltimore should be better than three and two. Um, but yeah it's going to be a good game. We've got Odell Beckham Jr as well hopefully. I mean he might only last one one or two players before he gets injured. He's very injury prone but he just does one catch with his left hand or his right hand out you never know it'll be. Yeah. We
0: haven't t- we haven't discussed on the podcast about um, in depth anywhere the ground uh, obviously the second podcast that we did we we kind of touched upon it but that was post um, the game last week the Bills and the Jags so knowing what we know now what are you, what are your thoughts on the pitch do you think that there could be injuries today or you know where where do you think that pitch what's the future looking like for that pitch do you think
1: well, I mean, this this astroturf. There's always problems, whether it's in England or whether it's in America. There's always problems with astroturf, and and injuries get get blamed on, upon it. I know the NFLPA really don't want to stay with astroturf. They want to get grass all across all the stadiums. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, Tottenham have invested a lot of money, and I can't imagine they'll want to they'll want to change everything for the future. But I don't know. To watch the space. We were reading that really interesting article on ESPN. Maybe we should post that on our page because I think it's something. Any, any, any of our listeners would probably find quite interesting the contrast between the two pitches and, and, and why we've got Astro Turf at the moment.
0: Brilliant. Right, OK, then let's get to the nitty-gritty then, shall we? So uh, I think
1: I went first last week, so it's your turn to go first this week. What's your prediction for today's game? All right, well, I'm hoping it's close, and I'm going to go for Baltimore 24 tennessee 17 and i'm i'm hoping it'll be a, you know full of full of full of interesting interesting play three or four touchdowns on each side you know let's just hope we get a, a close game though can i just say before i give you my prediction i really like your shirt yeah so, describe it to us so i've got a i've got a raven shirt on I've, i'm a collector of shirts and i bought this about seven or eight years ago um, it's a 150 fifty dollar shirt it's a white Flacco raven shirt number five it's all stitched and i got it for 15 dollars in a sale in america and i couldn't resist it and this is the first time i've worn it i've actually just taken the tags off today unbelievable right okay so i'll get to my prediction i'm gonna go uh
0: 27-21 to the Ravens Let's I'll have that as well We'll have that Okay Let's uh, see how we get on So uh, we haven't even got in the game yet And I've got to be honest That was uh, some performance there We had the Raven band And then we had the Raven tree leaders Probably I would say Best
1: pre-match entertainment so far really yeah, it wasn't just the Ravens cheerleaders, it was almost like a Cirque du Soleil performance, it was throwing each other up in the air and splits and all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Yeah, it was good though, and the music's good, it's got a good vibe about it today, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's plenty of Baltimore fans here, I'm not too sure about Tennessee, but certainly Baltimore are over here. Well, we did
0: hear that the, um, the Ravens did say that they travelled well and so far so good, not quite sure if it's on the par as the Bills last week but we'll see what it's like when we get inside the stadium, I'm sure it'll be just as loud yeah looking forward to it right okay it's half time and uh, it's Spurs Stadium and the scores are the uh, Ravens are on 18 and the Titans are on 3 so uh, your half time
1: analysis um, it's freezing (laughs) So, um, well, it's all field goals, isn't it? I mean, there's a bit of offence going on, but uh, generally field goals. I think, I think the teams are, are really struggling to get it going, and uh, a few drop catches. Um, Ravens by far the better team, though, out of the two. So, talk to you about uh, just before the end of the second half, the waiting for the two-point conversion. Yeah, it felt a bit early to be going for two points. They didn't need to, but uh, yeah, um, Ravens went for two. Um, there was a penalty, so they had a five-yard penalty, and instead of going for two at that point, they decided to just kick it through the post for a, a single point, which they can do.
0: So, you still have your prediction?
1: Yeah, I think I've got the right winner. I've got nowhere near the right score. I think <laughs> I've given too many points to uh, Tennessee, but there you go. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm confident. Still going to carry on. I think I'll stick with it. Yeah, I just want a pizza and a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I want a coffee and a water bottle.
0: <laughs> right, see how the second half goes. Right, so the game's over uh, again, like last week. Uh, it was Bedlam getting out the ground um, so it was a case of finding somewhere quiet uh, so actually we're back at the hotel the game finished um, Ravens 24 and the Titans 16 um, so I, I mean for me it was it, I'll I'll give you my um, assessment before I hand over to the experts um, for me it seemed to not get going really um, early on I think it was just probably because there were more bitty points scored than, than the, the big the big touchdowns. Uh, it, for me, it was free, freezing cold, which really pissed me off, if I can say that. Um, but you know what? We predicted a Ravens win, and it was a Ravens win. Uh, I think my prediction was something like, was it 27-21, something like that? So it was just, yeah. But uh, no, again, it, I think... Looking back in hindsight, we've had we've had we've chosen three teams to win, and every team's won. So that's great for the international, you know, series. Well, London, anyway. and uh, I'm just can't believe now that uh, it's another year till so we do it all again. But uh, Baldy, your your thoughts and how would you assess the game today?
1: Well, I, I think I might have predicted twenty four seventeen, but I guess if you listen at the podcast as you go along, you'll probably realise if I did or I didn't. But it was twenty four sixteen, so I could have been only a point out. But uh, um, you know, the second half, Tennessee gave gave the Ravens a game of it. Came back into the game. Um, the Ravens knocked out Tannehill uh, out the game. You left with an ankle injury, and Malik Willis came in and didn't look up to scratch really. Um, Ravens got 6 sacks in the game which you you probably think did they yeah well they actually did uh and probably made the difference really it was uh, you know the titans came down driving down the field to try and get back into it and uh you know uh, ravens was th- was throwing the whole line at them and um so yeah i think i think ravens deserved to win um it it was closer in the end than i thought it was going to be at half-time because it felt like ravens were running away with it um as for as for Jackson, um, the quarterback, I think he was disappointing. Really, he was quite inaccurate with his throws. He ran around brilliantly. I mean, he made some great plays on his feet, but uh, but he he kind of like looked really inaccurate. He was missing He was missing receivers. There was drops again from Baltimore, which is which is the story of their season. But uh, I think the best team won and. Uh, Hopefully for Baltimore they'll be better for it. Um, as we've just seen tonight, Jacksonville have come come away from London and they, they look like a different team. And after the the, late, the you know, they get their their home game at six o'clock tonight. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's over for another year. I can't believe we've got a year to go before we see live games in London. But uh, it's been a blast though, hasn't it? Yeah, it's
0: been great. Just going back on that game there. What was the reason I didn't see it? Number fourteen for the Ravens getting uh, sent off. What they don't call it sent off. What do they call it? He
1: got ejected. That's it, eject. Yeah, so ejected from yeah. the game. Did you see what that was about? I don't know um, for sure. Um, he's one of my players actually. Kyle Hamilton. He used to play for my college. My favorite college team, Notre Dame. Is what he's, in, in his second year already. He's one of the best safeties in the league. I can only think it's something like an attempt to injure, like if he's used his head as a weapon or something like that. Which, which a safety will often make that type of tackle where he's sort of like got time to line someone up. But until we see the game again, I've no idea. He's not a dirty player. I, I don't remember him ever getting into any bother with Notre Dame. So um, I don't know. We'll have to have a look. I, I, I never even thought. But uh, yeah. one thing I want to pick up with uh, when we get back um, to the studio
0: is how quarterback seemed to be um, more protected than any other player there were some fouls today that even I noticed that uh, a quarterback if you'd have I think you even said it didn't you that if if that tackle would have been the quarterback it would have been a foul but a flag but if it had been on a normal outside player um, other than a quarterback, it would have just been carried on.
1: Mm. And I know you've, I know you've only been watching NFL for a while, big fella. But if you go back twenty years and watch some of the games, you'll have your hands over your eyes when you see some of the tackles that are allowed. And I think it's what it is is as as the years have gone by, and players have got injured, and the NFL were aware that their best players are all their quarterbacks, uh, and their wide receivers. Um, they've just become really protective of them. And you're right. You barely have to touch a quarterback these days, and uh, you know there's a flag thrown. I've just I've just watched uh, the Forty ers game and seen some awful penalties. But uh, yeah, it's just the way the game's gone. And I suppose would would you would you rather have your quarterback fit and healthy play next week, um, or injured and get your backup quarterback and, and lose the season on the back of it? So it's probably the right thing to do. But uh, yeah, it's it's changing into a very different game. So
0: um, let's wrap up then. That's it. We're done. We're dusted for the London games. And now it's just back to watching it.
1: on a Sunday on the telly innit <laughs> yeah back to the real world put our in. although we when we do the podcast later on in the week when we do the rest of this podcast we've got a nice little tip for you absolutely yes. Yeah. so
0: um, we'll we'll mention that very very soon but uh, I've just got to say uh, it's been a great three
1: weeks uh, Baldy and I uh, can't wait for next year already yeah I'm already putting my money away for me season ticket for next year Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL
0: so there you go, our analysis of the day from when we got off the bus, getting into the ground, uh, getting into the game, having a half-time chat, and then afterwards, it was a just a great day, as we have mentioned. We also mentioned, by the way, <coughs> about a little hack. Um, now, first and foremost, we are not promoting betting because, like a lot of people, people they do have uh, concerns around betting and, and and things like that, so we we do not condone that. We were told something, and we tried it on the day, and it worked. So we're not going to tell you anything about the particular sites because we don't want to be seen to be promoting these sites. But there are some betting companies out there that, if you have a credit in their account, you can watch the the um, the NFL. <laughs> you can watch it, uh, and and so what I did is I put a pound on an account and I managed to watch it now just to make it absolutely clear I don't have that pounding anymore uh, and I have subscribed and baldy subscribed to, to DAZN so th- that's what and we do that every year so we've done Game Pass and we're doing DAZN so that's fine but there are people out there that maybe cannot afford uh, to go down that route so that was something we got told and we thought we would share that with you uh, whether it is the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do then we apologise if we've offended anybody but we're always championing the cause of please do bet responsibly and do not uh, get yourself into kind of any issues, all right? So, um, Baldy, I think you'll find that last week I uh, I set you some homework uh, for this week <laughs> because the question I had, and I, and I don't know what what you like what you like out there, but I just thought it was bizarre that they had a punter and a kicker, and I, and I just didn't quite get it because for me, you could save yourself some money by just using the same person. Um, to do both jobs, uh, but enlighten
1: me, enlighten me, please. Well, remember, I did say that 30, 40 years ago, they used to, the punter was the kicker, they used to do both jobs, but now it's such a specialist role, without a doubt you have a different player, and it's probably worth it. So you gave me homework to go and tell you a little bit more about it because I, yeah, I didn't yeah. really know where it come from. Absolutely. So, hey, I've been to the Bible, that is Wikipedia. <laughs> right, okay. So here we go. So punting... A, punt, a punter punts the ball, and apparently a punt is a kick performed by dropping the ball from the hands and then kicking the ball before it hits the ground. We all knew that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where, that's where the punter comes in. But a place kicker, so it's, one, it's, it's quite interesting to, to hear that, the place kicker. So basically what it is, it's simply a player who is responsible for the kicking duties of field goals and extra points. But the reason why they call it a place kicker is because, as you've seen, when they kick it, you've got a man who holds the ball in place yep. before he kicks it through the before he th- kicks it through the post. Right, okay. So there you go. Oh, I mean, right, it's we'll not. Th- there's no. There's no. Nothing clever. There's no real history behind it. It's just more just the names they use. I mean, I always thought a punter was a person who went and gambled on the uh, horses, but. Yeah, Clearly not. <laughs> I've been called a pun.
0: Right, <laughs> um, so here we go. Uh, this is for next week. I've had a, a request in um, from from a guy called Tom, all right? And Tom said, uh, loving the podcast, can I make a request for a rundown of positions on the teams, i.e. offensive line, blah, blah, blah. blah. So for next week, I want you to do, you can do it anyway. It's, it's kind of a little bit like a presentation uh, to us, to me, all right, uh, about that. Could you Could you do that for Tom?
1: <laughs> I can do that for Tom, and I'm also going to throw in your perfect position, big fella. I'm going to tell you yes. what you oh, would be in another life.
0: That would be brilliant, yes, yeah, so that's great. So for next week, uh, you're going to do that for uh, for Tom, and then you also, uh, by looking at me and my obviously my athletic frame, you're going to come back to me with what position you think I should be playing in, yeah? Yeah,
1: you're not the quarterback. I know you'd like to be, but you're not the quarterback.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, and another thing as well, can I just say this with the greatest respect? I didn't actually realise what a good tosser you were. Um, In fact, you're a proper good tosser, uh, (laughs) because on the... (laughs) You're talking about that's not being me being offensive. Uh, I think you know where I'm going with this. Uh, the pre match entertainment, uh, which was done, we'll give them a name, they don't, they, they will give them a check. They don't, they don't give us anything, but Valspor, the paint company, were actually, um, supporting sponsoring the event. And they had this game with where you had a tin full of bean bags, yeah. And what you had to do is you had to throw the bean bags into this hole, really, but it was like a slide, it wasn't like a ramp, a ramp with a hole in it. Um, and I think the first time we had a go of it was last week um, and I accused you of cheating. You got six, didn't you? Yeah. And then I had a go doing it your method way, the Baldy way, which is something cheating to be honest with you and i managed to get uh, i think was it seven or eight one of the i think you my, beat me definitely yeah I, I beat you so i was i mean listen i was i was walking around with puffing my chest out as you would do so today we thought sorry this week we thought we would revisit it and um we had another go and what did you get i got nine you got nine so you getting the nine which meant that you would then have a go of something called the hail
1: mary yeah Tell us about that. Well, I, I, I didn't even know it existed. And this guy said, do you want to go on the Hail Mary? And I said, sure. I said, what do I have to do? So next thing, I'm having to toss it into a hole from twice the distance away. I mean, I could barely see the hole. You know what my eyesight's like. And um, so he just says, yeah, you got three goals. Get it in and you win a prize. I said, I hope it's going to be Super Bowl tickets for this. <laughs> anyway, I didn't know. So my first one was wide left. My second one was wide right. Scott Norwood, Buffalo Bill fans, you'll all understand that one. And I just set it up for my third one, which went straight down the middle, a little slide <laughs> up the ramp, bump into the hole... Boom, Shanker. There I was. I couldn't believe it, honestly. And credit where credit's due.
0: Uh, It it was great, and it was a great feeling seeing that go in. I was chuffed to bits for you. Uh, And it just, like I said, it just uh, reaffirmed that I've always thought you were a a tosser. And uh, you've you've done it, so there you go. Oh, and we never actually mentioned what you won. You won a £30 voucher uh, from the NFL Europe shop. How good is that? Right, so uh, just got time to um, look ahead to next week then. So uh, the game that I've asked you to watch, this is where it's going to get interesting. Well, not it, not in, That sounds really bad. I'm, I'm not saying that the last three weeks have been not interesting, but uh, there's no live game. So this is where you really are going to be tested um, because you've got homework. And then also, also I'm relying on you um, I'm going to watch the games, you're going to watch the games, and I'm going to be relying on you to tell me anything that I'm thinking I don't quite understand that. Because I'm going to be watching it either on the red zone or, of course, I'll be watching my Jags live on Sunday anyway. Um, but I'm going to be relying on you. And so you've chosen a game
1: to watch. And what game is it? So I've chosen Monday Night Football. Yep. So you're going to have to still play late, 1.20 Monday Night Tuesday morning. Yep. It is the Miami Dolphins 5-1. and one. Yep. And they're playing at Philadelphia, at the Philadelphia Eagles, at Lincoln Financial Field. And they're also 5-1. Right, Okay. So, we're
0: both going to watch that. So, um, I am going to predict, then, that it is going to be 24-21
1: to the Dolphins. Right. Well, do you know what? Before you said that, I was actually going to go for the Dolphins, right? Yeah, Okay. So, I had a sneaking feeling. But it's going to be really, really close. Yeah. It might be quite cool in Philadelphia and Miami, as you know, come from the hot climes of Miami Beach. So I'm going to go 24-21 to Philadelphia. Wow, so there you go. Right, I can hear the music in the background,
0: so it just leaves me to say thank you for your company in person this week. Yeah, it was lovely, sitting in your back cave. (laughs) And we will do it all again next week. Have a good week. Can't wait.
3: And the big fella, talking everything NFL.